0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I will say the last few games, Batum has been very quick with the trigger, regardless of the shot clock. When he catches, he's making a quick decision. Paul George. Oh, 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 my goodness! How nasty! Paul George. Wow. I need to see a replay of that immediately, if not sooner. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, there are a number of ridiculous highlights over the weekend. Welcome back in. On The Bet, we are live on 1430 in Denver, The Bet 1059 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wager tainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to The BetQL Daily Podcast. We are here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Let's focus on the association a little bit here and bring in our friend Mike Gallagher from Establish the Run to join the conversation and Mike, let's start uh, with some of these, the title odds that are out there. I feel like um, the conversation much of the year has been okay. It's the NBA. So the list of teams that has a real shot at, at winning the crown isn't that deep. Okay. There are three potential winners in the East nets above everyone else right now, as long as all their dudes are healthy. And then when you go to the West, Okay, yeah, the list will go two or three teams deep. And, and I'm wondering now about five weeks outside of uh, the playoffs starting here, if it's a deeper list. Uh, right now, and we're not going to hold you to this once we get, get to the playoffs, but in the moment, how many teams do you think have an actual shot at winning the title, assuming health?
1: Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean – it's not really that deep if you don't want to get kind of too far off the beaten path. I still think the Nets are the favorite Harden's hamstring strain isn't bad. He's already mm-hmm. working out. Um, so I, I still think they're certainly the class of the league. Um, Anthony Davis also ramping up. He could be back next week. LeBron not ramping up yet, but pretty good sign. He'll be close to hundred percent. There was an article about how it, this shouldn't affect him. Once he is a hundred percent at full health from that ankle sprain. So yeah, we know the Lakers suck great They were last year. So I think I still think those two are are clearly the the two best teams in the league. And then it gets kind of messy. The Clippers are shooting ridiculously hot from three. They'd probably be the next best. Philly also, but just going up against the Nets is going to be such a tall order with how well those guys played. I mean, they've only had uh, since the Harden trade. I think it's only twenty eight minutes of Harden, Kyrie, and Kate and KD. Um, uh, hard. Yeah. So it's it's just. It's tough. But, them um, yeah, the Westlake, that next tier is interesting. Nuggets have been playing well up until last night when they got the doors blown off them by the Celtics. Suns are really good. Jazz are really good. That's kind of it. Um, I, I think the Sixers, you could make a case for them just because Embiid and Simmons are so good defensively. So, so you could see maybe that the Nets slow down to below 120 in a series with them uh, per game, but it's still going to be pretty tough, pretty tough out.
0: So if we're looking at the West overall, and we're getting excited about it since the trade deadline, the the run that they've been on, Jokic is the probable MVP. You've been saying that throughout the year, and and it certainly looks like that's the case. He's minus two hundred at most sports books. Uh, it it feels like probably wishful thinking if you're going to say, well, the the West is wide open. Any any one of four to five teams can come out. Yeah, I think
1: that's. I mean, it's it's not too hot of a take because I mean these teams are. Pretty deep, and the Nuggets are better, and they haven't even really had Jamal Murray lately. I mean, their their second unit got smoked last night, but if you have Jamal Murray, then you don't have Papa Camposo Campazzo in the first unit, and these other guys filling minutes. So, uh, I think it, that's part of a factor. Getting Murray back will be big for them. So, I mean, yeah, they could get hot, like kind of like last year. Um, so, I, I I wouldn't be totally stunned, uh, especially since you know maybe the Clippers go cold from three, maybe AD doesn't stay healthy. There's a lot of ways that. I could see it kind of unraveling out West, whereas the East, I think it's a little clearer.
2: Yeah, and Mike, I wanted to go to the East because you bring up Philadelphia, and then I'm with you on Brooklyn. Like, if they're fully healthy, especially, I don't think anybody could contend with them in the Eastern Conference. So if you are trying to find value right now, is there any? I mean, obviously, Boston's look terrible, but what about Milwaukee? Uh, i playing better basketball.
1: A little worried about Milwaukee. Mike Budenholzer said that Giannis Atletacumbo has uh, no timetable to return on his knee injury. It's not bad, but this is an injury he suffered last month against the Spurs. Was playing through it, hasn't got right, so they're kind of holding him out. So, you know, they're going to be sitting in that number three seed almost certainly, um, which isn't great. You know, you're going to have to win two series on the road against, you know, two of the, two of the best teams, clearly in the East back-to-back, assuming of crazy upsets. But, yeah, um, they've got, you know, Bobby Portis playing well. They've been kind of – they smashed Orlando last night. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be too into taking any value picks. Uh, Boston's playing kind of well lately. Um, You know, they had uh, the one bad loss, but they they had that great fourth quarter yesterday. Uh, They're getting their guys pretty healthy again. So, yeah, I don't think – I think Boston, you know, could make some noise to climb up the standings. But as far as picking them as a value, like, that's obviously not really much of an option.
2: Yeah, we talked a little bit about Aaron Gordon, what he's doing in Denver. Uh, the Bulls pick up Vucevic, but, you know, they really haven't done much. Any value or anything change as far as um, anything that you're seeing in the award races or maybe, you know, some of these exotic bets? Like, for example, like the Bulls to make the playoffs. I liked that one a couple of weeks back, but that's not looking great right now. Anything that there's still value, uh, you know, post deadline, maybe with some of these teams that made some moves?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe the the Pacers. Uh, they're kind of, uh, Karras the very mm-hmm. hot. Brogdon's over his injury. Miles Turner's hurt, but um, they're kind of playing pretty well right now. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't really see, uh, I guess, I don't know the odds for the Southeast Division, but that would seem pretty interesting. Miami just doesn't have it. And not having depot, yeah. you know, maybe the Hawks can hang on. They still don't have John Collins. Cam Reddish is hurt. Hunter's hurt. Uh, and then the Hornets are all hurt. So all the, the Southeast teams, uh, are really banged up, so I, I don't know what the prices are offhand, but um, you know there, maybe there's some value in there. Um, and then other than that, yeah, the, the Suns probably looking pretty good uh, for a division. They do have a tough schedule, tougher um, than some of the other teams. While well, the Clippers again are playing well, getting healthy, but I expect the Clippers to kind of rest Paul George here and there. We saw Kawhi get rested in a non-back-to-back. Uh, you know they're going to be preparing, uh, especially after Kawhi's comments last year, how we kind of like ran out of gas and. This and that. So you know the Clippers are gonna kind of be playing more of the long game. So I could see that the Suns holding down the fort um, with their division.
0: With Michael Gallagher here on BetQL Daily, follow him on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. Find his work, establish the run. Dot com establishtherun.com. Uh Horvat just asked you about stuff that uh you still might find some value in. And if we're talking about the awards market, uh one thing that and, and I've been having this conversation all year, Mike, is the most improved player. Like there are some books that have clear-cut favorites, like right now a points bet, Julius randall is the favorite there at minus 220. The second favorite is Jeremy Grant. Uh, of course in Chicago, there's been conversation all year about Zach Lafine. You could still find him at 20 to 1 or better for most improved player. Uh, do you have a favorite for that award? I mean,
1: it's probably got to be Julius. I mean, there's no doubt okay. what Julius has done this year. Uh, he he's played great. I mean, looking at it now, honestly, Zion, like, that, like he's at plus plus two thousand, But with the way he's been playing, like he's on another level. The last two games they've run him at the point guard spot because Lonzo's been banged up. Uh, just a fun stat. So before this weekend, he had the ball in his hands for three minutes a game. Two games ago it was seven minutes, and then last night it was six minutes. So he's more than doubling uh, his the time with the ball in his hands. He's been crazy. Uh, Van Gundy actually bashed him uh, for defense yesterday because they played the Cavs kind of tight. Uh, and it was kind of interesting. He said that uh, Najee Marshall had the best game of the Pelicans after Zion went off and Ingram kind of went off too. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I wanted to, to – Bet on something. I don't think uh, Grant's banged up. He's missing time for a knee injury. The Rockets are just so bad. People won't consider giving Christian Wood anything, but most people don't like to give the second-year players the most improved. I get it. So mm-hmm. it's it's a tough bet. But if I wanted to, you know, you might also shoot for shoot for the Wilds upside.
0: Sure, uh, Mike. As far as uh, the games for today, the most intriguing matchup that I see is, is uh, Philadelphia at Dallas here, and the line right now is sitting at about two-and-a-half, uh, the Mavs are on a back-to-back. Anything you like in this game?
1: Yeah, I like this. I like Philly a lot here. Uh, they have, and B's going to kill them. Not having Maxi Kleber or Maxi Kleber limited, he's been out with this leg thing as missed 3 of the last five games. He would be the primary on Embiid. And he does a pretty good job on big men. Uh, he took Gobert out of the game a couple games ago. They kind of got him out of sorts. So if, if Kleber is going to be A, limited, or B, not playing, that puts Embiid in a huge spot. Uh, to really do some damage. They certainly have the artillery and length to slow down the Dodgers. Ben Simmons is one of the top five defenders in the league, maybe top two or three. Um, mm-hmm. And then also Dorian Finney-Smith, On if you're playing DFS, why I like Embiid so much, Dorian Finney-Smith should slow down Simmons. So it's going to be dump the ball to Embiid all game uh, and just let the big man cook on them. So I think they kind of win big. This is going to be a really defensive battle. Both these teams are playing extremely great half-court defense since the break and getting beat back. Uh, Curry's been slumping, a little bit of a revenge game for him and Josh Richardson as well, traded for each other. But, yeah, I really think Philly, um, you know, not having to deal with the back-to-back after Dallas went down to the wire against the Spurs last night, uh, I think they have a pretty nice advantage in this one.
2: Mike, I feel like the second half of the season, or really this last couple months before we get to the playoffs, it gets tougher to bet every single night because you don't know what every team's motivation is. Is there a team that you're maybe looking to fade? Some of these teams are tanking. Any team that you're looking to target here the next couple weeks? Because I just feel like it gets tougher and tougher to play sides and totals here the next couple weeks before we hit the playoffs.
1: Honestly, and to add to my point, like the back to back factors, you've gotta think about that. Yeah. Like Luka Doncic had a new Kinesio tape on his knee. Like teams that are on back to back are more likely to just have surprise he's not playing, you know? So I think that's kind of my big takeaway is like if you're betting games, you really gotta know who's on back to back and who's not. And that gives them a pretty nice advantage for me, especially for teams like Rick Carlisle, for instance. He was asked about uh, Luka Doncic missed a game, for getting suspended for his 16th tech. And he said, oh, I don't care. He'll just rest the game anyways. It'll be that. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, like there's going to be so much rest. This condensed schedule is killing teams. Greg Popovich called his team Fry the other day. So I think just thinking about that, that's kind of my bigger thing. Um, and then as far as tanking goes, yeah. I mean, you got to know that if teams are bad and anybody's banged up for any reason, they're probably not going to play. Like Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been out forever for – Planner he, he was kind of playing through for a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's certainly part of it. But we're, they're getting better at reporting, which is nice. We don't see that too many surprise year out, which is the Clippers have been kind of known for that lately. And they're obviously really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think like the easier thing to do right now rather than sides totals is just props right now. Yeah. Like you brought up Zion, especially if Lonzo's not going to play. I feel like the PRA yeah. is easy money right now.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that bet. <laughs> I, I don't think Lonzo's playing today, by the way. Um, this is a, <laughs> So he had a hip injury a couple of weeks ago, had an MRI on it. They called it a strain. They're calling this one soreness, but it's to the other hip. Uh, and like Dan Gundy talking about point Zion so much going forward, you kind of deduce that if they're going to play him at the point guard spot, Lonzo's probably not coming back for a little bit. So I kind of gather that Lonzo's going to be missing a little bit more time. So, you know, more of uh, the, the Pelicans' best player, Najee Marshall, uh, will we'll be getting a little <laughs> bit more playing time too. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's a really good bet.
0: Mike, you mentioned uh, Embiid is going to kill Dallas. Luka might not have the best game. Don't expect Alonzo to play. Uh, from a DFS perspective or player props, uh, any any specific players we have not mentioned that you expect to have terrific nights or or even some duds? Uh,
1: well, yeah, I mentioned Luka kind of being a dud. Uh, I don't really want to touch the San Antonio Magic game because the Magic is so bad right now. Um, I like Cat a lot. Cat uh, today against the Nets. The Nets are real, especially without... Marcus Aldridge, who's bad, but it's DeAndre Jordan, who's probably going to start. Uh, he he's only spit out of the rotation. Uh, I think Cat will kill him. Cat has gone off for 20, 10, and five or more in five straight. First Bulls uh, player to do that since KG. So he looks really good. Um, I wouldn't be – like you would think, oh, God, oh, my God, the Bulls are really bad on defense. Like you would think, oh, okay, John Morant may get it going here. Uh, Billy Donovan had some quotes last night talking about how, like, hey, we can't defend the ball. We're just going to trap every time. So I think Morant's going to get trapped a ton. So that could kind of open up some other value for some other Grizzlies guys. Um, Mentioned Zion against the Kings. I mean, what's not to like about that? Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I think Curry. Curry's also kind of sneaky, too, because um, James Weissman's out. And he's actually been significantly worse uh, with Weissman, as were the Warriors. Weissman was just killing them. Um, But, yeah, he has a per-36 line of Draymond 5 at 38-6-6 against a Nuggets team on a back-to-back, not great defense. So I, I think Curry's kind of in for a big night here as well.
0: Michael Gallagher is the senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run on Twitter, at Mike S. Gallagher. Thank you, Mike. Talk soon, all right? Thanks, guys. Good stuff there from Michael Gallagher. A lot of it is what we were hitting on earlier, and he's just confirming my thought. Might be a night to points bet the under on Yo,
2: I I see a lot of – like. I don't want to say I'm going to give out 30 best bets, but there's a lot of Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy yeah 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 well i like a lot of baseball i think you like a lot of nba we'll make the official plays next with lightning bets you're locked into the betql audio network